time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the magic made out of, Ding Dong? I want to see some of that whizbiz. This castle is in unacceptable conditions. Unacceptable. Mathematical. Bacon pancakes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WizBiz with Alex and Eric. I am Alexander Michael Bolin, and with me, as always, is Eric Lieutenant Arneson. Hello. Hello. My... Or rather, hey, Zolnut. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, it's it's up there with the worst jokes in the show, which oh, I don't man. Have, I mean, a purposeful worst right, jokes. Right. Yeah, but, I don't. I don't you know, think. Are you gonna? Did you tell them what we're doing? Uh, oh yeah, we're discussing uh, the Adventure Time season three episodes. 14 and 15? Yeah, 14 is Butopia, and 15 is No One Can Hear You. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when I said I was ready, I may have been like a little... I, I didn't have my notes open, so nobody's, I had a moment ago. Nobody's like, oh, really shit. ready uh, uh, when I, they start recording. It's it's always uh, it's always a lie. You can you can pretend like you're ready, but, uh, you know... I always... think you're thinking of the spinoff show. <laughs> because... <laughs> because... Well, because the cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. Yeah, Fiona and cake. Cake uh-huh. is a lie. I'm making a reference for the internet from a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Eric, how have you been since our last recording? I have been good. I've uh, I've gotten some uh, stuff done that I needed to get done. I, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's been kind of. It's summer. It's the 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 dog days part of summer where I'm really really sick of uh, the sun. I just want the sun to go away. Yeah, we had like a ninety degree day this weekend, and it just pissed me off. So aside from that, I'm 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 good. Excellent. How about you? How about you, Alex? I'm I'm just just terrific. Unless like not unless you take into account everything on the base layer of of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Discounting all of that, I'm doing great. Mm, like well. my my mental health is perfect. I have a really great relationship. Um, I'm 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 doing well physically. I'm having my emotional needs met. I mean, everything's just just terrific. So, um, you know, if, assuming you ignore the entire uh, uh spectrum of human emotions mm-hmm. and and existence, uh, so we can just kind of gloss over everything. Then everything's fine. Everything's perfect and uh, rosy, and there's peaches and flowers and like free beer and shit. I believe you are correct. What other what stupid bullshit can I possibly talk about to distract us from these episodes? Mm. Eh, I got nothing. All right, we'll talk about Butopia. Uh, I feel like uh, we could mention Fiona and Cake. I, I think um, probably people listening to this episode just heard a little spot at the beginning saying, come and listen to our live stream about Fiona and Cake, which we haven't scheduled yet, but we will have scheduled by the time this episode goes live. Yes, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah. Uh, I bet you it's going to be excellent, too. It's going to be great. I mean, I think it's going to be one of the greatest pre-roll things you've ever heard in your life. I think it's going to be... Oh, no, I'm talking about the Fiona and Cake live stream. I think that's going to oh, be... Oh, that's going to be dog I think shit. It's gonna no, be no, I think the pre-roll is going to be... I think the oh, pre-roll is no. going to be... Mwah. Okay, the pre-roll might be, but, you know... <laughs> But I think I think the live show is going to go horribly wrong. Oh no, I think it's going to go beautifully. I feel I feel like uh, we worked out so many live show kinks the last time. No, we didn't. Whew, gosh, that time that we uh, 
that we accidentally streamed while we were recording. That was fun. Yeah. And then the time that we did the uh, the remote, both of us watching while I went through Slay the Spire and I had my mic looped through the thing twice. That was fun. Yeah, that didn't work so well. Yeah, I still haven't figured out exactly how to fix that. The good, so the the good part of about all this uh-huh. is. I have no expectation of being good at computers, uh-huh. so you're the one that finally gets to feel bad about something. Because I feel bad about everything all the time, and uh-huh. this one's like, yeah, well, I'm bad at this stuff. So Wait. like, it's, <laughs> it's not that I'm bad at computers; I just don't care that much. All right, so let's talk about Utopia. Okay. Well, all I right. mean, yada yada. We're going to do a live show. You're going right. to hear about that already. Season three, episode fourteen, Butopia. Okay. Hey Zolnut. Hey Zolnut. Uh, is this an episode that you're going to say you don't like? I'm going to say this is an episode that I remembered liking a lot more really? than I do. Uh, I The strength of Susan Strong as a character later in the show, mm-hmm. uh, watching it in this order, her being this scared dummy mm-hmm. actually kind of annoyed me a little bit. Like I just, it's, yeah. and I know that's bullshit because, you know, it, you when the show came out, when they wrote these episodes, they didn't know that. That's not. I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody on the show. I'm not blaming the episode. <laughs> but it's one of those deals where you go back and you're like, oh, wow, this is this is rough. It's kind of like uh, we brought up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a previous episode. Like if you watch that first season and uh, uh, Fitz is like this. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so afraid of everything. And you're like, it's fun. But you're like, you know what he turns into. You're like, I kind of want to get to that already. <laughs> like Susan Strong is kind of that same thing. Just like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to get that. to her being good. I think they do a really good job uh, later on explaining all of her uh, all of her problems. You know, I mean, she got hmm. some brain damage and some microchip damage. Uh, but I also really love how they keep so many things hidden. Like even by the end of this episode, you don't know what Finn discovered under the mask. I think the Susan Strong reveal at the end, or lack of reveal, is mm-hmm. fine. Like, it's yeah. it's cute or whatever. But um, I don't like, again, this is colored by later episodes, is that that lady's his mom's age. Susan Strong? Yeah. No, she's not. She is. They went to school together. No, that wasn't, that wasn't his mom. That was Minerva. Isn't that his mom? Minerva was one of her teachers. Okay, so she's... Susan Strong is... Wait, who did Susan Strong go to school with? The... The, there was another scientist girl that we should find later on. Remember, because at the end, Susan and the other scientist girl run off together to explore together. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of Susan and that dorky lady that wants to escape that went to school together. Remember, uh, she's got like her dork that's her. friend? That's her. Right. Yeah. Susan and the dork friend... Yeah, go to escape together. Minerva, Minerva is older. Minerva is older. Okay. And the uh, crazy cyborg doctor lady is older. Yeah. So I would oh, say okay. the crazy cyborg doctor lady is probably the same age as Minerva. Okay, no, no, no. All right, so I take away some of the uncomfortability with that because I, I don't like him, you know, getting all lusty at older ladies. But like, if yeah, if they're close enough in age, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Susan's a little bit older, but it's hard that's, to- No, a little bit's fine. Like, I was thinking that's like full out mom age. I, I conflated oh, no. those two uh, plot lines. <laughs> but it definitely, Finn's got like a weird little bit of a crush on Susan Strong. There's nothing weird about it. You know, there's Ooh. a lot of guys with like a squish fetish, you know? <laughs> oh God, one of my favorite scenes of this is when Susan just picks up Jake and turns him into a paddle. <laughs> just goes, yoink, and he's a yes. paddle. I just, I was just like, oh man. 
And it's a great, it's a great kind of uh, uh, thing on uh, Jake's personality that he mm-hmm. doesn't bother to just switch sides. Yeah. Like he can mold his body. He could just make his face not be in the water. But I think, you know, anything for the joke. Yeah. There's <laughs> a couple, there's another, oh, there, there are some really great Jake scenes in this. Uh, his song where he's like, um, I, I'm on a. I'm on a boat with a couple of kooks. What was it? Hold on. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Dip it in the water. He's doing that like weird yeah. kind of Al Jolson eat stuff. Yeah. Where we're at the beginning where he's, you know, he does. Uh, I think we've talked a lot of, before about, you know, Jake is super, super protective of Finn. And there's that scene really early on where he's like, I'm coming with you, but only to be disruptive and obnoxious. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, why I feel like in our relationship, I'm the Jake. You think you're protective of me? No, that I'm disruptive. Like I'm... I'm disruptive and obnoxious. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there, I don't think there's much uh, fatherly uh, uh, doting going on. Like an old brother thing? Yes. Uh, let's talk about the episode and uh, the reference to the magic of the red flower. What the hell is that from? That is from The Jungle Book the by Jungle Rudyard Book. Kipling. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, I 100% know, I don't know from the book. I know it from the cartoon from Disney. Oh, God. Like with the, with the no, that snake song was badass. And Bare Necessities, that, that movie rules. Oh, man. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Neither have I. It's probably garbage, but I remember <laughs> my, my, the the, uh, the eight-year-old in my head remembers it very fondly. I suppose as a, uh, since we're a podcast where we always gush about cartoons, me being like, ugh, I can't believe you prefer the Disney cartoon over the book is probably out of character for our podcast. I should be like, oh, man, that cartoon is amazing. Yeah. Um, let's watch it. That can be a bonus episode. Oof. Yeah. I just, I just want to see Shere Khan eat some people. Does yeah, Shere cool. Khan kill anybody in the, in the cartoon? Uh, yeah. I think he actually, he does eviscerates he, Mowgli. Does he kill Bambi's mom? Yeah, no, he ties Mowgli down and then eviscerates him live and then grows a tree out of him. Nice. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the sequel to Ender's Game. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Susan shows up and says, we, I need your help. Because you're brave, I guess, and you yeah, because you're brave and you have the uh, the red flower. Yes, a lot of other people have red flower, and Susan is yoke, and this is part of the part of the thing that annoys me. Why are you so afraid? You're a monster. You're a giant woman with huge muscles. Well, she I don't know that she has that much of a self image. You know, she had to have seen a mirror. She's massive. She did look down. She probably looked in the mirror and got scared. I mean, yeah, that's true. She is, she is fucking monster. I mean, they make it pretty obvious that she's unaware of her own strength. You know yeah. what I mean? When she clutches Finn's chest, you know, for instance, like there's a lot of points in the episode where it looks like she's not aware of her own strength. But then also, um, I think that she does learn a little bit of bravery in this episode. You know, at the end, she mm. does sort of get in there and do some some pummeling of the Love dubs or something, Love yeah. Gloves. Which, by the way, hey, Rick and Morty, you going to send a check to this? Because that's very much one of his I things. I know. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, that's that's probably the worst thing that Justin Roiland has ever done or ever will do. Love gloves. Oh, it's he's, he's oh, a sex right. pest and got right, fired from right. his own show. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a sex pest. Yeah. Um, and he got fired from multiple shows, including Adventure Time or or oh yeah, uh, Fiona and Cake. Oh, good. And the regular show or whatever. No, no, the other show he's on, which I never watched. I don't remember. Solar Opposites? I've never watched it. Neither have I. But yeah, anyway, the point is, Susan shows up and and Finn's like, hey, all right, let's let's do this thing. You know, you're hubba hubba. Mm -hmm. And they go and we hang out with the Axolotl boys, which is what I'm going to call them. Mm -hmm. The the humans. Humans. Yes. Very uh, Ferengi pronunciation. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So they evolved from humans. Or fish. Or fish. We don't know. It's only been a thousand years. Yeah, that's why I think they would have to evolve from humans. Or it was some sort of magical accident or some sort of science accident. Yeah, that's fine. But I feel like, you know, proximity to humanity, I feel like it would have to go human developing gills, not fish developing. I mean, maybe they they started as dolphins. Dolphins are pretty close. Oh, dolphins don't have gills, though. I was about to say something. I'm going to let you walk through your science on your own. No, <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were hu- they were normal humans who had uh, uh, undergone mutation. Because yeah. we do know that uh, later on when we do encounter real humans, uh, they're freaked out by the idea of mutants. Like they don't want mutants anywhere near them. Yeah. So my suspicion is that the humans are just mutated humans. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. But... We're also the human's major predator is the flugalubs or whatever the hell their name Lub-glub. is. Lubglubs. Which are things that evolved to make pool toys as an attractive thing, like lantern fish. I know. Isn't that clever? But I'm saying, so, but within a thousand years, some kind of thing. So there's some kind of uh, evolutionary uh, uh, speeding up going on it here. It could be that uh, it's just purely accidental that the two of them are in the same ecosystem now. No, but I mean, because it sounds like the humans were in Butopia, and then the Love Globes showed up. So you're saying the Love Globes, by accident, evolved to look like pool toys? They must have already uh, figured. Oh, okay. I have a theory. Love Globes are magical shadow creatures. Uh, and okay. They happened uh, because of um, some of the gas from the mushroom bomb uh, getting into a toy store or a public swimming pool or something like that. Love it. Okay, okay. done, done. done. Love it. Head yes. cannon? Yes. It's Head... like that guy from Ahsoka. Yeah. You know that ga- that gassy boy? Gassy boy from Ahsoka? Yeah, did you not watch it? Have you seen all the episodes? I've seen, yeah, what's the gassy boy? That guy that's the guy that's not emo girl or beardy McOld Jedi. You know, their third friend? Oh, the, Remember... the one who's all wearing... Yeah, and he gets stabbed gear. and gas comes out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's basically a love glove. Yeah, yeah, he's a okay. love glove. Okay, so cool. love gloves are Star Wars monsters. Uh, yeah, all right, cool. Well, okay. I hope Star Wars is sending them uh, a check because uh, this episode apparently uh, getting <laughs> getting stolen from quite a bit. Love gloves are basically just pure mito, uh, midichlorian farts. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the only reasonable yeah. scientific solution. My favorite thing in this episode is I'm a big fan of antiquated slang, Conan mm-hmm. O'Brien style. And when Finn refers to Susan Strong as being on the trolley, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I was like, love it, love it. I will sit through this entire episode, even though I'm not that fond of it, because on the trolley, it's terrific. I uh, One other thing, I, I loved Jake in this episode, and I want to just talk about all the things that he did that I loved so much. First- uh, Can you do it in alphabetical order, though? No, I can't. I'm going to okay. do it in- um, uh, scattered order, which is basically when I look down at my notes, I'm like, oh yeah, and so okay. uh, the song, which I already mentioned, I really loved the song. I yep. thought it was done well. It was a different style for Jake, um, and uh, and it was just put together very nicely. I really liked Jake's dance on the raft, where he turned into a um, an homage to Botticelli's Birth of Venus. That is true, uh, and I really liked uh the at the end where he's got the red flower and he's stretching up to the um, big uh you know lantern in the center of the city and he's doing this thing he's like oh it just goes right in there huh all right one yes two and he keeps counting the big massive love club comes up and 
grabs him. Jake can stretch his arm. Like he doesn't have to necessarily be grabbed. And he's got his other arm right there. So but so for a moment he's still just sort of like, oh, oh no, this is terrible. And then he throws it in. Yeah. But like it's it's fake, right? Like the Well, Jake's flair for the dramatic supersedes his yeah. will to survive. Yeah. I think absolutely. that's I think that's established. Yeah. yeah. And I also already mentioned the um the stretchy thing where, where Susan stretches him into a paddle and he just goes along with it. Yes, big fan of that. Uh, and I liked his, you know, he, I always enjoy seeing Finn and Jake in combat, you know, just sort of smashing stuff. Or his thing where he's like, he's this pickaxe hand to pop the balloon. That was good. The love glove comes out. I think, I really think Jake just kind of stole the show. Well, if I may add, there's two more things that Jake did that were quite great at this ooh, episode. Ooh, okay. One is... Oh, no, that thing reminds me of my father. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, I must be going a little bit nuts. Later, he's like, oh, that reminds me of my mother. I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Really fun. Those were excellent. Those were so good. Yeah. His his lines were great. Everything was, it was, it was. uh, That reminds me of uh, my favorite review of that, uh, the movie, The Watchmen. I know it's a comic book first, Uh but some guy's review said, I really liked all the costuming, except for that one guy whose mask looked like my parents fucking. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's such a great joke. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I you know I think that it's it's tricky to have uh, such quirky humor um, in a show like it's in a, in an animated show and still have really good comedic timing, kind of interlaced with stuff that's a little serious. You know, I mean, the Finn the Finn being the last human is is one of like the major plot points, the major plot arcs in the show. Yeah, and the mystery of Susan is kind of like taunting him constantly or you know at least when she's around so uh, having having that sort of serious thing going on and building that kind of tension yeah it's still like kind of getting, getting yeah. the yuck yuck is in mm-hmm. uh one of the things we should discuss on this uh for the society down there so at some point humanity went through a our malls are powered by giant promethean flame phase <laughs> like, yeah can we get to that soon well, yeah. actually, we can't. That because uh, you know that those big Promethean flames—they're totally fossil fuels. That's just going to bring on the mushroom war even faster. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just man. That seemed cool. We have LEDs. Yeah. LEDs are cool. You can do lots of cool stuff with LEDs. I know. <laughs> I mean, I like a light emitting diode, but I want a fire emitting torch. At <laughs> <laughs> <And>, FET. <laughs> um. Uh, another thing uh, that I really want to mention about this episode, uh, the clashing rocks. When I first saw those, I was like, oh, it's like Scylla, Scylla and Charybdis, you know, like from the, the Odyssey. But then... Wait, uh, wait, hold on a second. The clashing rocks? I think I totally forgot this There's pl- this whole part where they have to go through these huge clashing rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Yes, yes, of course. The word clash made me think of two rocks fighting. Well, like were, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, you know, yeah. you use proper terminology. My brain just went wonky, wonky places. <laughs> Um, but, uh, after, uh, reading about it a little bit, I realized, so, you know, um, in the Odyssey, uh, Scylla is a sea monster and Charybdis is like a whirlpool with, with rocks or something of that nature. Um, but, uh, Jason and the Argonauts, when they go on their quest to go get the golden fleece, they have to pass through the, uh, Simplegades, which are, uh, clashing rocks yeah and they have to figure out the exact timing and they have to rush through and the simplegades uh do crush part of their ship part of the argos uh, but they still make it through and them making it through the clashing rocks breaks the curse and the rocks no longer clash. yeah you know that scene from jason the argonauts actually comes from that scene in um 
Oh, shit, I can't think of the name of the movie. Fuck. It's not a movie. No, I know. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying that scene from a movie. Uh, oh, oh. What am I thinking? Oh, you're thinking of the Jason. No, 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 no. Okay, here, oh yeah. my god. No, no, I, I know. Yeah, let me so let me follow. Much. So yeah, so the Jason argument scene, they actually stole that from that scene in The Rock where Sean Connery has to roll through timed fire to get back into Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought they stole it from that scene in Galaxy Quest where it... Yes, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I I love that. I honestly I didn't know that crushing rock thing came from like actual, you know, Greek cool sources. Uh-huh. I've just always loved that as a cheesy idea in any kind of show where just like, yeah, for some reason there's a there's rocks are slamming together rhythmically that's <laughs> that's just the thing what why would that be there can't answer that for everybody there's just like clashing rocks um and then another thing so i i want to know who wrote this episode because uh there are a lot of really good old-timey references you know we had the botticelli we had rudyard kipling we have uh jason and the argonauts we have the old-timey slang that you mentioned and then at one point uh finn uses balzacs as a uh uh as an expletive. And that was an, a reference to Honoré de Balzac, the, the author. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's written in, uh, by Adam Muto. Well, Adam Muto, congratulations. Yeah. You have won um, Adventure Time episode writer of the week. Yeah. It also says story by Mark Banker, Patrick McHale, Kent Osborne, and Pe- Pendel Ton Ward. Oh, Never yeah. Heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Must, must have only just been on an episode or two. Yeah, just one or two. What I love about that, uh, that is there's a story by Pendleton. We're already in season three, and uh-huh. I grew up loving The Simpsons. They were That was a foundational text for me in high school and mm-hmm. early college. Like That explains m- the hair. M- memorizing. Oh, yeah, because I got the spiky bard hair. Um, <laughs> I was thinking you got the tall blue Marge hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did go through Buffon phase, <laughs> or whatever you call those things. But um, uh, uh, Matt Groening, who, who made The Simpsons, basically had nothing to fucking do with it after the first season like really? he's, he's never like there's no story by credits like he's just uh-huh. like he basically just made the show and then fucked off and became a billionaire like there's but i like that pendleton is like actually involved in the show he voices characters like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. It's, he's, it's nice. he's super yeah. involved like uh i don't know about all the way through and i don't think he has any credits in fiona and cake well he was... does voice in it whose voice does he do it's the fucking uh lumpy space princess or whatever the version of that is Oh, is it, oh, is it, okay. That yeah, makes sense. Lumpy uh, park dwelling prince. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what they call him in that. Uh, I think he does another voice as well in Fiona and Cake. Okay, well, we're not going to talk about that right now. We are. But we uh, will talk about that on our live stream. Uh, possibly. Maybe. If it works. Uh, if anybody at home wants to start putting bets on what's going to go wrong in our live stream. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, now. Post yeah. it on Blue Sky. We are WizBiz Podcast on, yeah. on Blue Sky. Um uh, start start uh, suggesting uh, things that might go wrong, and we will put together some sort of poll. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, Maybe we will we will publicize the poll at the beginning of the live stream, and then by the end of the live stream, <laughs> we will have zero. Well, actually, you can't have polls on uh, on Blue Sky, so you can't. No, well, we'll a, have to post a link to it. Well, here's the thing about Blue Sky is it's still in beta. I shouldn't be like this shouldn't be the one that we're directing people to. It's just that Elon Musk went full Nazi and I don't want to point people to Twitter. So I'm kind of out of ideas because all the other ones I don't like. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to do threads. I don't want to get I don't want meta in my business exactly. again. Yeah. And uh, I love Mastodon, but it's um it does seem to be mostly computer. Yeah, nerds. it's computer dorks. Yeah, uh, yeah. And there's a lot of social justice stuff ha- happening on Mastodon too, which is nice to see. But it, it's not. And I assume eventually it'll get easier to use. Uh, I, 
I'm enjoying Mastodon a lot. I liked Mastodon. I, I, I fucked around with it for a little bit. It's just, it, it's a little, it leans a little more geeky than, or it leans a more computer geek side of things, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm distant enough from that, like, it do, that doesn't really resonate with yeah. me anymore. Meanwhile, Blue Sky is mostly furries. I mean, Blue Sky is a lot of, like, sex work, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of, a lot of trans a lot of, people. There's a lot of nudity, nudity on Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah, which, I, which I'm fine with, uh, except for, for some reason, my feed... Uh, not a lot of boobs, a lot of, a lot of guy hanging dong. I don't get a lot of boobs, which, uh, I'm not saying like, good for you for having a dong. I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you feel comfortable hanging it out there. I'm just saying if given the choice between seeing a guy hanging dong and, and, and a boob owner showing boobs, I would, I'd prefer the boob owner showing boobs. Uh, I feel like what you need to do is this social media thing that they call curate. You need to curate uh, your feed. I believe you need to go on Blue Sky more often because that's not how Blue Sky works. Well, how does Blue Sky work? I don't really know, but it's not. There is a feed that's only the people you follow, uh-huh. but like the main feed is like the people you follow, the people they react to, uh-huh. also shows up, uh, and then I think recommendations. So like, there's more of a. Um, um, so are you following too many dong lovers? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Yeah, okay, I'm following. Okay. That's that's yes, that's a good point. I'm following too many dong lovers, which okay. I'm. I am certainly not the one to unfollow someone because for their love, love of dong. dong. Yeah, right. no, that's, I, I that's, mean, that seems that seems very that that seems reasonable. Everybody yeah, yeah, should be which, able to which love I a think, dong. yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Uh, do we have anything else about uh, B- uh, Butopia? You really just dropping this topic, huh? I mean, I feel like I feel like we've covered it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have nothing else about Butopia. Perfect. Are you ready for? Let's do a segment. A segment. I have I have uh, uh, some shiny rocks here. Well, a shiny rock that goes. Like, you'll see. This is a list of idioms of improbability from various languages. Ooh, okay. So, are you the... going to tell me the English version and ask me to guess which language it's from? Uh, or are sure. you? I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell me the I'll... foreign language version and ask me to translate it for you. Uh, well, one, you don't know this language. I'm How do you know guess. that I don't know this language? I know like nine languages. You say that, but every time we bring that up, you don't really speak it or have the ability to read it or. I, I believe you in German. I believe you in a little bit of Greek, but you know, after that, yeah, you know. uh, no, for sure. Um, a bit, you, we're we're good. I'm just gonna pronounce it this way. Okay. Uh, I pronounced it like French. I, here's a hint. Not, that is like a fish out of. Oh shit. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, oh, with a. Uh, Accent ch, yeah, that's what I figured it was, but I still don't know what it means. Okay, yeah, you're entirely wrong. It is a uh, when the geese will piss. That oh. is from a Milanese dialect, uh, Lombard, oh. which I have no idea what that is. That's why it's in Italy. Which is that was my guess, uh, but um, uh, uh, like Milan. But when uh, the geese will piss. Yes, uh, which is why I thought you wouldn't know that one because I'm pretty sure you don't know Italian. Do geese piss? Uh, they piss and shit out of the same hole called a cloaca. Right, but they might just make one excretion. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. They piss and shit simultaneously. But I mean, yeah. it's, I think it still counts as piss. All right, all right. Um, cuando las vacas vuelen. Vuelen, probably. I think you pronounce the L because it's only one L. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, how many cows... Um, I don't know the, that last word. Close. It's it's when, not how many. It's when cows fly. When it's cows same, fly. It's the same as when pigs fly, but okay. that's you know Spanish. But it's yeah. cows. Yeah. Well, this one's in their f- funky language, so I can't okay. read it. Um, 
uh, when donkey climbs the tree when the donkey climbs the tree was it going to be chinese uh, no it's georgian georgian oh shit they yeah. have an amazing their alphabet, alphabet. looks cool as shit yeah. but like i i literally don't know what any of it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, when the donkey climbs the tree yeah okay kagda rak na gore svesisnet that sounds slavic uh, it, correct and i'm um, Given how badly I pronounced that, I am impressed you figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know what it means. It, it's uh, when the crawfish whistles on the mountain. That is uh, that is Russian. Oh my god, that's my favorite one so far. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Okay. When the crawfish whistles on the mountain. Ami no mi ni kaze tamorazu. That is Japanese. Oh, no, it's Spanish. I'm really bad at pronouncing. No, I'm kidding. It's, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> this look he just gave me. <laughs> uh, ami I'm no, a good actor. Ami no razo. Am, uh, ami no mi ni kaze tomorazu. Ami no. Okay, well, ami, I think, is I. Ami no. Ami is you. Ami is you? I think. Well, the word you is in here, and, oh, and it's not. An, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ami no razi? Ami no mi ni kaze tomorazu. Hmm, I believe kaze means wind. Uh, something like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah. Kaze like kamikaze, mm -hmm. uh, literally meaning you can't catch a wind in a net. Oh, I've heard that one before. Yeah. Uh, in English, it, it, the translated version. Now this was the only one that I probably could have come. Well, no, the Spanish one, cause I speak enough Spanish to so figure that out. But this is the only one that I could have come close to because I'm like, I knew Ami was you. I know no is you know, the same fucking thing as E. And then Kaze for kamikaze. I'm like, Ooh, I've got like. A fifth of the words. Now, I never would have gotten it, but I was like, this is the closest one that my, my shitty Asiatic background. Ooh. Ooh, I'm ready. What's the next one? Lanin D. Mil Zanman. Lanin D. Mil Zanman. I honestly can't tell what language that is. The mill makes me think it might mean million or thousand uh, in some romance language, but I don't know. I don't know. What's that? Uh, it's it's uh, the it's Seychellois Creole. It's oh, a, the shit. Creole spoken in the Seychelles. Okay. And it means uh, year 2000 and never. Oh, so I got the thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. mill, the mill was the correct mill. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Bukra fil mishmish. Bukra fil mishmish. Yeah. Shit, I've heard that before. But I think you probably would. This, this feels like something you would know. Well, I mean, something you would have run into. Bukra fil mishmish. I don't know. What does it mean? Uh, in Arabic, there's an Egyptian proverb oh. that means tomorrow when the apricots bloom. Aw. I like that one. Yeah. That's pretty. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to bother trying to pronounce this. Is a train running here on me? <laughs> and not not the way you're thinking, or at least not the way I'm thinking. <laughs> this is definitely going on blue sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it? It also says pulling down the lower eyelid of an eye. Is a train running here on me? I think it's part of the. Oh, idiom. you do that? Yeah. Is a train running on me? Yeah. Um, well, it's, it, so it's 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 a yedzi mi tu poshiag. It's Polish, and I've never been able to pronounce Polish. Oh yeah, Polish is tough. They've got some weird letters. Yeah, I, I'm from a Polish background, and I me too. I've learned some Polish, and not. then I see the words that I know how to pronounce, and I'm like that's not. There's no fucking way that's that word. It's like no, Welsh. Yeah. Almost. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's next? Uh, that's it. That's the entire that's list. Okay. Yes. I liked all of those. I think my favorite one was um, uh, when the crawdad whistles on the mountain. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's that, a nice. That's one. pretty good. I think it was crawfish though, because we're not hayseeds and we call them crawfish, not crawdads. I can call it either one. Uh, no. It yeah, says, it says crawfish. On I've the... always said crawdad. Uh, yeah, I know. I hate crawdad though. Crawdad bothers me in the same way that people say that say crick. 
or crown for crayon. Most Who says crown for crayon? Fucking Pennsylvanians. Oh, Crick yeah. is uh, Crick. I you do hear in um, some rural Oregon dialects. Yeah, I mean it's actually not. It doesn't it's bother me that, that much, but like it just it, it something just rubs me the wrong way about it. Crawdad, the same. I think Crawdad just I, putting dad at anything. Like I also don't like daddy long legs. It just feels like I don't know. It's just too kinky. Sorry, blue sky. <laughs> I'm, I'm kinking the word is, dad. This is more of your dong problem, isn't it? Oh, that dong problem. Sorry, I haven't met it. I thought you meant the clap. Uh, all right. Well, you know, um, I did have some shiny words, but uh, I think I'm going to save them for next time. That was a really good segment, and I don't want to try to uh, muddy up the waters. Those were some excellent shiny rocks. And um, Yeah, save it for next time, because my shiny rock file that I have uh-huh. is now currently, uh, it, it consists of the password to our Blue Sky account. Yeah, you don't want to put that in the shiny rock file. Yeah, I just had it because it's like, it's like, oh, that's like a whiz thing. So I'm just going to throw it over there. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's some that's some organization, Alex. You are digitally uh, mastering things. Well, my thing, I do have thoughts behind it, is that I use it as Google Keep, which is hidden behind my Google password, uh-huh. that if that gets broken into, my entire life is fucked. Uh-huh. So as far as the thing I'm going to keep safest, it's that password. Not the, not the the blue sky password. So as far as like places that I digitally trust leaving a, an open password in, uh-huh. I thought that would be that's like the least the right, least right. the least stupid stupid place to keep uh, a a non encrypted password in plain text. <laughs> oh well, that makes sense. I have a I have a very nerdy um, password management. Oh no, I'm, uh, there's a system, lot of, as you can imagine. Yes, there's be. a lot of good ways to do it, but yeah. uh, and I do it for uh, passwords I care about. Mm-hmm. But if someone wants to break into our blue sky account. I, just, I mean, have at it. That's impressive. <laughs> like, I say the same thing as like, if someone can win at cheating in cards, uh-huh. I feel like you've displayed enough skills that you deserve to win. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I learned a card trick. Did ooh, I show it to you? Uh, yet? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'll show it to you uh, afterwards. And, um, but yeah, I, I learned one of those card tricks where it's like, I can guess your card. Oh, cool. Let's talk about the next episode. All right. Do you, you don't want to do another segment? Well, generally we do... A segment at the end. Yes. Uh, stay tuned for the end of the episode I mean, where can... there's an extra segment. We're, we're the only ones that run the show. We could easily do two segments in a row. I, I, you I know me, like to... I don't care about talking about the episodes. <laughs> I'm just here to make dick jokes. <laughs> Season three, episode 15. No one can hear you. What's that? This episode, I think, is among the most atmospheric of the Adventure Time episodes. Atmospheric is a good way to put it. Uh, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of uncomfortable. Um, it sort of takes away some of your um, emotional support fun. You know, like Adventure Time, it's really, really easy to sit down and just watch Adventure Time and be like, oh, this show is so dumb and fun and you can just watch it and be happy and stuff. This episode will not do that for you. I mean, if you're into, like, David Lynch, it would. This is a very David Lynchy episode. Yeah, it is a Lynchian. Yeah, it's a Lynchian episode. I think you can use the word Lynchian. I think people will know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they that... might be confused with a guy I went to high school named Brian Lynch, though. So... No, no, you, you won't. You don't think? No, okay. I, I, don't right, think yeah. I don't think anybody else will. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah. I haven't thought about that guy in 20 fucking years. Like, literally, <laughs> that's the first time that guy's name popped in my head in, in two decades. I bet you, right when you mentioned his name, he probably got distracted and then, like, hit by a car in a very Lynchian sort of way. He just, something distracted him, like, yeah. he saw a severed ear on the sidewalk. He's like, what the hell? He and saw then... a little person dancing and talking yeah. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, In here, we talk about adventure time. <laughs> um, by the way, I saw some posters over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, oh shit, what are they called? Blackwater, the um, the vegan metal bar up on yeah, uh, yeah, Broadway. Blackwater. Yeah, They are doing, uh, they're showing Twin Peaks episodes. Oh yeah, I saw right I saw an ad for that, yeah. Um, which might be fun if you're out there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll still be doing it by the time this episode is aired, but uh, it looked like it might be a fun oh, thing to do. Oh, speaking of posters that I've seen, uh, or one of us has seen, uh-huh. audience at home, apparently there is like a very gothy looking young woman in town that Just looks one? kind of no, no no I'm going somewhere with this looks uh very uh vampire-y uh-huh. and she's she just put out an album and her name Marceline oh yeah that's right you sent me a link to that yes now I've not heard her music or their music I, I don't know anything about them I don't know their pronouns but uh uh you know maybe you should go listen to them we Report will have back. a link in the show notes uh, if Eric puts it there I'm gonna add it because I remembered to do it last time and I was very proud of myself <laughs> Uh, yeah, so No One Can Hear You is an episode based around Finn, for some reason, chasing a deer through the candy kingdom. No, there's a good reason. Oh, what, what's our, what was the reason? Well, I mean, the deer is terrorizing the candy people. Finn and Jake are the protectors of the candy kingdom, and they're trying uh, to get the deer out. They're trying to defeat the deer, but the deer kicks their asses. And by the way, the deer's name is the stag. Sweet. So I feel like that should be like some gumball guardian stuff or or like uh, we, banana why, guards why are you bringing this up now like we the finn and jake have been the protectors of the candy kingdom the entire series so far yeah but this They're doesn't feel like a, this is this is like a this, is, this should be like fish and wildlife should, should take they care are of this. fish and wildlife They're no just, i think the banana guards are fish and wildlife no the banana guards can't handle any wildlife are you kidding you think a banana guard could go up against a deer i didn't say they'd be good at it i'm just They're saying not that they would be a, yeah I no. think they're fish and wildlife. I think uh, Border Patrol is is the gumball guardians. You're, you're just trying to find ways to nitpick, I think, is what's happening. Uh, you no. think Finn and Jake are just special forces? Because they've already been used as messengers. They've been used as diplomats. Yeah. They've been used. I think they're more like a spy kind of thing. Like They're like, been M- used they're like a James Bond MI6 thing. They've been yeah. used as all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And maybe Princess Bubblegum recognized the threat that the stag posed and was like we need finn and jake for this that's the only people the only people who can handle it or finn and jake were in town when the stag attacked and they just went yeah to they, work. Butted, they, butted, they butted their nose into a business that wasn't any of theirs it was theirs it's the candy kingdom that 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 deer belongs in the candy kingdom as much as finn and jake does absolutely not is finn and jake made of candy no is is that deer made of candy finn and no. jake have special dispensation Wait a second. from the princess that deer licks people and puts some kind of weird candy juice on them so that deer's more candy than finn and jake get That's the fuck out of here candy juice it's saliva no but it's like weird like orange saliva yeah so i also love that, that deer overproduces saliva <laughs> i love that uh when, when the deer uh like tacks everybody <laughs> to the wall and it looks like remember that scene from the original alien oh God, where, where, so gross. Where, yeah. where, that, where beardy guys on the wall it's uh-huh. like kill me yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff yeah i mean that deer produces a lot of saliva yeah i mean i guess you know if you're only living on candy i figured you're yeah your your endocrine system's probably fucked oh, i totally. don't know if that's where saliva I mean, comes from i just made a guess you know uh f- yeah i mean finn and jake uh like i don't think the tree house is in the candy kingdom it's like a little bit outside. No, it is. Kingdom. It's we saw a map in one episode, and it yeah. is outside the borders of the Candy Kingdom. Yeah, which is good because you don't want Finn and Jake living just on candy. No, and also you don't want your house to be made out of candy because uh, presumably it rains stuff that other than knives. <laughs> that if your house is made out of candy, 
Uh, if it gets rained on, you are fucked. Honestly, if your house is made out of candy and it rains knives, you're probably fucked too. I mean, candy is going to provide you a little bit of protection, but it'll chip away pretty quickly. Yeah, that's a good point. Unless, unless you had a house made out of like gum. Or that like super, super hard, like German toffee, the stuff that you could like brain oh, a person man. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, unless, so that stuff gets pretty brittle when it's cold. Mm. So it might not be super good against a nice yeah. shower in the winter, but in the summer, it'd be great. There's a great, now that the Simpsons on my mind, there's a great line in the Simpsons where Uter, the little German uh, exchange student, uh-huh. uh, is trying to, Bart's trying to befriend him. For some reason, I regret that thought, but he just goes, would you like a lick of my flavor bar? <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a dumb German, like, not now I've to Germans, but that, that German thing of just like, we just throw two words together. That's the word. Would you like a lick of my flavor bar? <laughs> so anyhow, like, Finn and Jake both get defeated. Jake gets clonked on the head. Finn gets his stem snapped and twice, twice. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. my god, it was, that was so pretty brutal. brutal. Yeah. And then thrown against something that clonks him into a coma mm. for some period of time. So in the Candy Kingdom, uh huh. When so there, Finn's a human, the last one, but uh-huh. presumably there's other near humans that they've dealt with. Yeah, like humans. But I mean, that you don't see them in the Candy Kingdom that often. I just more wonder how they know how to set bone. Well, we, they, they don't. I mean, that's something that we learn. Because Finn would like have a severe limp, if not be incapable of walking for the rest of his life. If the bottom part of his legs were shattered <laughs> twice and then just left to heal by their, by their own. So we learn a few things. Uh, we learn about, we, you know, Dr. Princess gives us plenty of insight into how the medical system works in, uh, Yeah, in but you're either a doctor nor a princess. Right, right. It's awful. If your name's <laughs> doctor, you're going to be a doctor. Yeah. Uh, but also, we do know that Finn is uh, Finn has some kind of healing factor. Yeah, he is Wolverine-like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He heals from stuff really, really quickly. So it could be that he's just super, super lucky, super good at healing, and he doesn't need to have his bones set. In Harry Potter, they have a thing called Skelly Grow, and you drink it and your skeleton grows back. Well, that's the other possibility. Perhaps Princess Bubblegum knows and has formulae for yeah. that. Yeah, but he'd probably turn into like some kind of like you know, creepy zombie or something. I think she'd get it right. She's had a thousand years to practice. And we know that in a, we, we learned She's later. had a thousand years to figure out that zombie juice and still fuck that up. <laughs> right. But that's different. We know that she's had experience treating human-like creatures. Yeah. So. Uh, also, I think uh, Finn's first canonical shower happens in this because previously mm-hmm. Finn has stated that he does not bathe. Right. Yeah. Right. But he smells himself and he's like, oh, God, how long was I out? Yeah. I feel like we're fi- I feel like we're in a full Finn puberty thing. I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. I stink hard. Yeah, yeah. you're starting yeah, to yeah, stink. Yeah. <laughs> um, how old is he now? 13? I have no fucking idea. Well, it, it came up. Did it? Yeah. The bubblegum episode where they were both the same age. <sighs> Oh, yeah, you're right. Was it 13 or 15? Oh, I think it was 13. Yeah, so I think he's 13 now. Yeah. And that's definitely when kids get super stinky. That's got to be rough. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine candy people can smell. No, but Jake can. Yeah, but dogs love stinky shit. That's true. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's a fun thing that happens in this episode. Uh, For some reason, the deer just licks its balls at some point. I know, I love that. (laughs) Like just what if like somebody had to animate that? That's not like not like they just filmed so a dog on set and started licking its balls. Like somebody went, oh, you know what we should have? It's just dog that just like lick its. Uh. I do really love how creepy the stag is. Yeah, 
the thing where it takes its uh, hooves off uh-huh. is the weirdest. It's fucking, so weird, it, and he wiggles his fingers. It's so fucking oh, odd. It's yeah, so yeah. creepy. That's the that's the David Lynch parts. Like, oh cool, we're in a we're in a nightmare land that uh, Jake is doing like a like it's basically it's it. Uh-huh. Combined with alien and then a weird David Lynchian stag that takes its hooves off with that reveals nothing to us. It's not like, oh, obviously he's one of those yeah. deer with hands. Does the deer does the deer ever talk? The deer never talks. No. Um there's a there's a great scene, so when Finn gets out of the hospital and he's like wheeling around town, he's like, Where is everybody? Are you in church worshiping Glob? Yes. And I'm like, why would he think that? We haven't seen a church of Glob. We hear people saying "Oh, Glob" all the time, but I've never seen anybody worship Glob. Have we seen anybody worship Glob? They just yeah. use his name and no, name. you're right. I mean, we do later in the show, yeah, or at least invoke his name in in ritual, right? Which right. I mean, that's prayer. Yeah, it's a good point. Weird, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Finn's like a like a like a secret globin you know the, oh, the, like a like is. a christian like he's a globin yeah yeah i think he's a, he's a glob uh fan he's a fan of glob oh god does that mean that's probably why his music sucks because all religious music is terrible not all religious music uh, religious music made in the past hundred years um what about uh what about uh amazing grace that's a great song i feel what like what about amazing grace is older than a hundred years about... Uh, what about the song? It's like, take me up to the spirit in the sky. I don't think that's Christian. I think that's, that's a Christian song. No, but I think that's like, I think that's just stoned weirdos. I mean like, no, no, no. I that's mean religious like music. faith songs. I, I'm not going to. Like I'm jars not, of clay. I'm not just going to discount all of them because there's some really good R&B uh, religious inspired music. That's really excellent. And religious inspired. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying religious music, like, like faith based music, not songs about Jesus. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say that there's a huge genre of really truly horrible Christian rock. And yeah, you know like that. The, yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump on that bandwagon. I think we, I think when we stopped making like like composers were the last time Christian music was cool. And I don't even think most of them were Christian. They were just like I don't know. This fucking Christian wants me to write something. I'll just yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, joy. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just give me that fucking. Give me that cash. Um. Th- so when Finn screams though, he his auto tune thing in his throat kicks in. Oh, Did I didn't pick up that? on that. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> it was super high pitched. It was awful. Um, yeah, so I was sort of curious at the end. Uh, Jake drops two cinder blocks on the stag's head, mm-hmm. and then the candy people all get together to roll him into the sewer. And I was like, holy shit, does the stag die? So I looked it up, and he actually shows up later on again. I think I remembered him showing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, we also missed, uh, as far as um, getting smashed with something to solve your problem, is. Uh, uh, Finn uh, punches Jake until he's sane again. I know, which I love. <laughs> that is very I guess a Looney. You're a magic dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just Looney Tunes logic, you know. Like, it is. It hey, is. I lost. I lost my memory by a piano falling on my head. Well, the obvious thing is you drop another piano on your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, poor Jake. It must be. This is like the, the. This is one of the things that's really um, jarring about this episode is Finn losing his Jake's support. You know, Jake is such an important part of Finn's life and not having Jake around to kind of protect him from stuff. Instead, having to fight against Jake, like it's he has to trick him. Yeah. And it almost doesn't work. It's like Thor and Loki or Data and Lore. No, no. It's more like um, I was just trying to think of brothers. Superman and Batman. They're not brothers. No, but they both had moms named Martha. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I just understood the last part of that movie. Yeah. Oh, that movie's great now. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Oh, man, I can't believe you reminded me of that. I did it on purpose. <laughs> you must save Martha. Why would you call your mom Martha? It doesn't even make sense. It, God, I fucking hate that movie. It's a horrible movie. It's a truly horrible movie. What, why would you call your mom? Oh, that's so annoying. Save my mom. You don't say you save my mom. You got to save my mom, not save, save Martha. Martha. That doesn't make any sense. Well, except that they both have secret identities. You can't just say save my mom. Because how's anybody going to know who your mom is? How's anybody going to know who Martha is? Well, you know, you just save every Martha. I mean, that's asking a lot from Batman. It's true, but Batman could do it. He's a superhero. There's a lot of Marthas out there. It's true, but there are fewer Marthas than there are moms. Okay. I still think it's an impossible task. Also, what I really think is it's really bad writing, and that movie should be embarrassed for itself. That movie is, is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I watched Aquaman. I mean, that movie is nowhere remotely in the same ballpark as the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay, but true. How about this? It's the worst blockbuster I've ever seen. I would, I'm, I'm now, now we're, now we're on the same page because I assure you, 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 obviously you I've haven't seen, seen Suburban Sa- Sasquatch. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll also, I'll go a little further. It is the worst superhero movie that has ever been made, including every indie superhero movie and including any movie that anybody has shot of their kids in their backyard where they're dressed up as Superman with towels pinned around their neck. Off Those the top, are all better. Off the top of my head, the the Captain America movie starring J.D. Salinger's kid was a lot worse. Every Fantastic Four movie ever made, other than the Roger Corman one, uh, was a lot worse. Really? Really? A Spawn is worse. A Spawn. Oh, God. I um, forgot about Why did you remind me of Spawn? Okay, you're right. There are worst ones. I, there's, I'm sure there's others, but those are the ones. That, those are off the top of my head. These are all yeah. just like the scum in the bottom of the bucket, though. These yeah, are yeah. all really bad. Movies. No, as far as like uh, a tier, uh, a tier uh, properties, you know, like mm-hmm. a Batman type thing. Yeah, no, it's far yeah. away the worst. Like, how in the hell yeah. did that ever make it through movie, uh, whatever the thing is that approves movies? It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how yeah. anybody ever saw that and said that's going to be a blockbuster. I mean, it made a lot of money, but it shouldn't have. The amount of Batman v Superman talk I would just like to point out is reflective of how much I cared about this episode. Like, yeah, it was fun, but I got nothing to say about it. Let's talk about Batman v Superman. Do you have any other notes? Really? Yeah, I do some notes. Oh, well, please. I mean, Princess Bubblegum is this great line at the end that I, th- I thought you'd be all over. Yeah, I feel like I've already been creepy sexual enough in this episode. No, I don't think that you've. Uh, I don't think you've hit the top level of creepy sexual stuff in an episode, though. So for those of you who perhaps weren't paying attention when you watched No One Can Hear You, at the end, Princess Bubblegum was like, the deer wanted our sugar, but I didn't give him any, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I'm just like, I feel like I know what she means, but I can't possibly know what she means. No, I mean, she said, I didn't fuck the deer is what she's going with. (laughs) Right. But really? Yeah. Why not? Why would the deer want to fuck her? Why wouldn't it? She's hot. He's a deer. So? He's a deer that's got fake hooves and obviously he's like Machiavellian. He didn't even have genitals. We saw him lick his balls and there was nothing there. Well, I mean, he, he could have like, uh, it could be behind the hair. It could be a lady. He could be a she. No, not with those antlers. Unless those were fake. Those could be fake. True. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe or maybe just PB is a freak. Well, I think that's definitely true because we already know that PB's into vampires. Yeah. 
But you know, you know, it's established on the show that people into vampires are cool guys. It's totally okay. No, no, they're freaks. Totally okay. Freaks. Cool, freaks. cool guys. Cool guys that have a list of reasons that vampires are cool and should come into my apartment. Uh, all right. So that's that episode. Do you have you have anything more of a friend? No, no. I, okay. uh, I, I, I didn't particularly care for that one. I really? Just like, I just, it's, it's a nothing episode. Uh, I really like that episode. I like it because of how creepy and weird it is. Yeah, I like the creepy weird stuff, but it just, it went on a little long. I didn't like the Jake. It went on the same amount of time as every episode. No, but what I mean is it, the the other episodes have more shit happening. This is a lot of like, oh no, Jake's saying weird shit. And the next scene, Jake's saying some weird shit. And the next scene, Jake's saying some weird shit. So here's a, here's a mystery in this episode. Um, I don't think that Finn was in a coma for six months. No, no, no. Uh, But also, why didn't Lady Rainicorn come and help? Uh, I feel like she's busy taking, do they have kids yet? No. Maybe she's in the, maybe she's in the other dimension and doesn't know that Jake's missing. Oh. Cause it's not like she shows up all that often. I mean, they could probably go on dates like once every six months. You know? True, true. Who knows? Okay. Yeah, it's true. Wait, do they have kids yet? They don't have kids yet. I don't think so. Yeah. I think we would have, we would see him more often. I think, th- I think there's a whole ass episode when she has kids. Like, yeah, I think I that's think so like, too. yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, no, that's it. All right. So what was your other segment? You have, you had, you had, uh, I wanted to have a segment about, uh, writing. Okay, t- we haven't t- talked about that for a while. Um, you know, I've been working on a book and uh, I haven't been doing a very good job with it. So I've been trying to figure out ways to get myself to write more regularly. And you've talked about this in the past. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you are doing anything to keep yourself writing. I am. And actually, you, Vamp, this is going to take two seconds. I'm going to show you what's keeping me writing. Vamp means talk. Oh, um, so one of the things that I did is I set up a reminder for myself where every day it's like time to write and uh, I've got a file where I can do free writing and then I work on my project. So so you have this a... is the thing that's been keeping me writing is I got a little pocket keyboard, uh-huh. Bluetooth keyboard that connects to my phone. Oh, so you can just write wherever. So now. I just keep this in my back pocket uh-huh. that if I'm at a coffee shop or a bar or whatever, just pop it out and get some writing done. And have you been doing that pretty regularly? I, I don't more regularly than I was doing before I bought it. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's a cool. little fold up uh, thing fits in your back pocket. Well, uh-huh. ish in your back pocket. Yeah. But uh, you don't have to feel like a giant dork breaking out a laptop at a bar or whatever. You do can you feel be... like a giant dork and do that? Because I do that all the time. No, I do it pretty frequently. But like, I feel like this is less like um, attention drawing. Oh, okay. Not that that matters, but for me, like writing wise, I don't know. The, the more inconspicuous I can be, like the better, the more comfortable I am. But okay, yeah, this that is makes sense. this has helped me a lot because also, like, if I'm only going to be, you know, if I got like 20 minutes to get some writing done, uh-huh. instead of like breaking out the keyboard, you know, breaking out the laptop and like, I don't know, just like a process. This is just like literally pop it on the table and start typing. Right, that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. Cool. So there, there's my recommendation. Uh, the other thing to do is, um, is uh, stop being a lazy fuck. That's what I, that's that's the tough. I one. don't know how to do that because I mm-hmm. am one, right. but I recognize game recognize game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just set up uh, a a, a, ta- a habit task in org mode that will track when I when I actually get some writing done. So that'll you remind. That'll set, remind you set it up in a space demon that was forced into the body of a penguin. <laughs> No, not Orgalorg. Oh, sorry. Org mode, which is a thing oh, in Emacs. I'm sorry. It's nerd oh. shit. I use some nerd shit to, to help remind Yeah, I, know, I figured it out, but I saw an opportunity to make a dumb joke about Adventure <laughs> Time, and I went with it. Uh, and then one last uh, segment I have. Please. This is uh, cartoon stuff. Oh, yes. I uh, just stumbled across the, the most recent series of DC animated movies mm-hmm. that are called the Tomorrowverse series, and there's seven of them so far. And they are 
excellent. They are wonderfully written. They are the characters are well done. Uh, it uses this amazing like cell shaded anima- animation. Some of them are adaptations of graphic novels and stuff, but uh, I highly recommend them. The one that I am enjoying right now. Also, I, I this uh, I watched uh, Justice Society of America World War II. Which is oh, about, I've seen that one. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's fairly new. It's like yeah. from the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, it's super good. Some amazing scenes of Wonder Woman just kicking the shit out of Nazis. That's the part I. That's what stuck with me. Yeah, uh, it, it was amazing. Yeah. It was so violent. The the, and then uh, the one that I'm in the middle of now, which is a two parter, is um, Batman: The Long Halloween. Oh, I've seen that one as well. Yeah, and it's uh, it's two movies, and it's uh, a great mystery. With um, kind of like a fallible Batman. So Batman's not just super infallible. He actually yeah. gets some stuff wrong. Uh, anyhow, both. I've been really impressed so far. So I would recommend those to the uh, listener. Excellent. What uh, Do I have any cartoons I can recommend? I don't think I've been watching any cartoons recently. How's that possible? Pretty sure you um, watched some Adventure Time. And Fiona watching, and Cake. Yeah, but we're going to talk about that right. as, as, a, as a show. Uh, I've been watching the live action One Piece. That's sort of a cartoon. Is it good? Yeah, it's great. It's okay. it's honestly it's the best uh, live action adaptation of an anime that's ever happened, other than the wow. Wachowski's Speed Racer, which I'm I'm fond of. That's not sarcastic. It's a watch. Wachowski's okay. Speed Racer is fucking great. All right, it's high energy. It's uh-huh. weird as shit. It's super fun. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, the live action One Piece on on Netflix. I had to sign up for Netflix for something, so I'm trying to watch as and I so I signed up immediately quit. So I've got 30 days to shove in as much Netflix shit. Uh-huh. So I've been just, you know, trying to do that. Uh, well, that sounds pretty good. I'll have to check it out. Uh, I've watched a little bit of One Piece and it's it's a pretty dumb cartoon, but it's fun. Yeah. And then this is uh, the cartoon, but they mush it together. So you don't have, you know, the Dragon Ball Z thing episodes. where it's like, oh, no, that guy's coming. But look, he's still coming, walking over there slowly. <laughs> you know, they're just like, they're just <laughs> filling time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's it. Uh, I would recommend the audience. Uh, remember to tell your friends uh, that we're on there. If you're on TikTok, please follow us. Yeah, uh, WizBiz but- Podcast on TikTok, WizBiz Podcast on Blue Sky, and WizBiz Podcast on Twitch. Yes. Follow us on all those places. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your dog.